0: I don't know who's swimming nigga, till the tide come in. Where, the hell Where your hoes at? Where your roads at? Where your backbone, nigga? Where your code at? Where your downs is day one, real bros at? Where them stories that you telling unfold at? Where your heart, nigga? Where your soul at? We got old school ways we expose at. Ain't no guarantees, but you know that. Niggas die every day, can't control that. King Griffey throwback, nigga had to go left. Must have popped 28 times, cause it's full left. If it's about mine, it ain't a nigga that I won't check. Run through your heart as homeboy, you could go next. 85 cut dog, hustle at the Rolex. Shane on my white tee, now you see the progress. Sacked every chip on myself, time to collect. Dog money in, just imagine what I gross back. Fuck where your hoes at, where your rolls at. Where your backbone, nigga where your code at. Where your downs is, day one, real bros at. But them stories that you're telling unfold that. Where your heart, nigga? Where your soul at? We got old school ways we expose that. Ain't no guarantees, but you know that. Niggas die every day, can't control
1: that. That's why I call my thing a marathon, because yeah. you know, I, I'm not gonna lie you, you, and portray um, this ultimate poise like I've been, had to figure it figured out. Nah, I just didn't quit. That's the only distinguishing quality from me and probably whoever else going through this, who went through this, or is gonna go through this. Is that I ain't quit. I went through every emotion. I went through every emotion with trying to pursue what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And I think that what's gonna separate whoever's gonna try to go for something is that, you know, unless you know you're gonna really take the stance if I'm gonna die behind what I'm I'm getting at. Fuck where your hoes at, where
0: your rolls at, where your backbone, nigga, where your code at, where your down since day one, real bros at. What well, them story that you telling all foe that. Where your heart, nigga? Where your soul at? You got old school ways, we expose that. Ain't no guarantees, but you know that. Niggas
1: die every day, can't control that. I think that our reaction to being disrespected, we gotta, we gotta, we have to reassess how we react. You know what I mean? I think that we been known as as hip-hop, he makes songs, and that's a part of it. I mean, we gotta, we gotta go a step further because I think that it's like a disease in your body. Once you start giving it a treatment, it'll get immune to it. Mm-hmm. And you gotta try something else to kill that disease. Yeah. So I think protest music is important. I think that YG was a genius. Fuck genius. 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 Genius.
0: So where your hoes at? Where, where your roles at? Where your backbone, nigga? Where your code at? Where your down since day one, real bros at? Them stories that you're telling, I that. Where your heart, nigga? Where your soul at? You got old school ways, we expose that. Ain't no guarantees, but you know that. Niggas die every day, can't control that.
2: Welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am Ephi Abello. <laughs> Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair, a pillow. Hell, sit right here on the stoop next to me. Get you something cold or drink something hot, some water, some tea, some juice, some coffee. It's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Let me tell y'all something. Healing is not for the weak. I I give that. Healing is not for the weak. And when you're healing, you don't need to add more people in your cipher. You don't need to go out and date. That's not the cure. You don't need to connect back with your ex. That's not the cure. That's not even going to help you, really. It's going to hinder you. And it's going to mess you up. But see, we, we ignore everything that's in us that's crying out for attention. That we focus on everybody else outside of us. Oh, we find the broke of the brooks. We find those people that are fucked up. Knowing they can't do shit for us. Man. (laughs) We go out and we dig in the bottom of the barrel. And find somebody knowing. Knowing. In our hearts of hearts. That we shouldn't be with them. In a relationship. A friendship. We know a situationship. We know this, but we ignore that young person in us that needs the help, the little girl that's crying in the corner, the things we refuse to face. Nah, ain't not, and you know how we try to excuse it? Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm good. I'm healed. <laughs> the devil is a lie. <laughs> and then it shows up. It shows up when you know that you know that you know. You ain't supposed to be with that person. You ain't supposed to hang around with those people. And they do something that they were were bred to do. They do something so out of character, so fucked up. And now you mad. You mad at the world. You mad at everybody. The sun ain't gonna shine. Fuck this. Everybody do wrong. I say go stand in that mirror. First of all, let me, let me shout out my good girlfriends that don't have a problem with correcting me. See, most of us ain't at that, that place because we either ignore it or we get defensive. Oh, fuck them, fuck them. They jealous of me too. Knowing that it's not coming from a place of hatred or jealousy. It's coming from a place of love. But a lot of people ain't there yet. They not. They know how to pass the blame. They know how to pass the buck. They know how to ignore they shit. And focus on something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling one of my homegirls, right? Good friend of mine. I was like, you know... (laughs) Shit is just wrong, and you know, I, I really need some new people in my life. And this was last year before last, never forget it. She said, Listen, when you are ready to grow the fuck up, then call me. I said, What? Right? For real, I was, I'm here, you know, bleed my heart out to you. And she said, When you are ready to grow the fuck up, call me. And she hung up. I was like, damn, did I say something? Real talk. I was like, did I say something? Did I, did I faint her? So I waited. I did wait a whole day because the cool head avails much and I didn't want to be, you know, bombarded or I didn't, I I wasn't going to rack my brains. I had a whole bunch of other things I needed to do, you know, taking care of business. So, you know, I waited till the next day. First I text her and said, Hey, are you available to talk? She said, yeah. So I called her. I said, you know, I didn't understand what you said yesterday. She said, all the shit that you was telling me, all the things that you say you're going through, how the fuck they come in your life? I said, what? She said, how did it come in your life? Did, you know, how? how? How did all these things happen to you? How did it come in your life? I said, I don't know, that's the problem. She said, Oh girl, how the fuck anybody get in your house? I said, I gotta open the door. So then you let all listen, I was dating this dude, right? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you all the things I was going with two years ago. I was dating this dude, knowing, you know, now that I think about it, but you know, you always wanna save someone, you think everything's great. So I was dating this dude and you know, in my mind, there was everything. Like, I'm a healer, I'm a C, I'm crowned. So, you know, I, I'm, I ain't worried about that. There's something when you're too cocky. <laughs> Real talk. And when you ignore yourself, you open the door for a whole bunch of shit to come in. Not only good things, but bad things too. So, <laughs> this dude, just he just wanted to settle. And when I say settle, there's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's, Burger King, none of these places. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with going back to school when you're older. There's nothing wrong with bettering your life, right? The problem is you have to want it. Not the people around you. You yourself have to want it. And that was his problem. He didn't want it. This man has never seen the inside of an airport. Real talk. First time he ever went to Starbucks was with me. Never been in a bookstore. All he knew was jail and in the streets. That was it. That's all he knew was jail and in the streets. And in the streets is hustling. Now, contrary to popular demand, When you're 19, 20, that's cute to date a little drug dealer, right? I don't condone it at all. But it's cute. It's more acceptable. But when you're in your 50s, that's not the move. It's not. You're not that old. You're too old to be running from the popo and going hand-to-hand at 50 years old. There's something wrong with you. And uh, nowadays, people can go and get illegal drugs. And you trying to flex on the corner at 50 something years old and selling hand in hand, you you happy with making 40, 60 dollars? You sitting out there all day, real talk, from nine in the morning, like you, you working a job. Nine in, and ain't even your shit, you working for somebody else. So nine in the morning until like 12 midnight, and in between. You can go home and go to the bathroom, get something to eat. But your customers is looking for you. So from 9 until 12, and the only money you bring home is $250. Because the rest got to go to the dude, right? No, real talk. And now you work five days, right? Let's, let's, Let's do the math. Five days times 250. Oh, you going to make 1200. $1,200, right? 250. 1250, right? You make twelve five 5 days. Oh, man, that's a lot of money. To who? To who? You can go get a job. Now, I know some of y'all oh, I woulda did that. Yeah. So, 1250 you making. Right? That's only if you're out there from 9, and t- nine in the morning to 12 midnight. Real talk. Now, the risk, because before y'all sign up to this glorious, in your head, great job, the risk of getting caught, you ain't saving no money for no lawyer. Your family ain't going to help you because you out here slinging, trying to help them. Once you pay, buy a pair of shoes and... You trying to get a phone or something. Shit, you broke. You got to be back out there in the morning. Now, some young people go, that's okay. I can make this tomorrow, too. I'll make me some money tomorrow. Or, you know, I'll make some by next week. It's like working at a job. The money you make and the chances you take, they don't add up. Because that prison sentence is a motherfucker. But to some people, that's amazing. That's a come up. Now, if you fuck up and lose a package or you do something wrong, you great to get your ass whooped. Now you got a risk of being set up, somebody stealing your shit, police coming. It's so too many factors, right? <laughs> and remember, you're 50-something. You're not 19. You're not 20. You're 50-something. So let's just say you get the package, you give it to some young kid, and you thinking he going to work for you. So you trying to front and be the boss. Shorty run off because shorty know you're older. Now you are responsible for that money. You don't got a pop the piss in a window to throw it out. You done went and balled out in front of your friends. And, you know, or, or if you get high, you got a vice. So now you done messed that up. So that was his mind frame. To just stand outside and hustle, not get a job, not go somewhere. And when he did have a job, he got fired. Every job he had, he got fired. And it wasn't because they were jealous, the white men trying to keep me down. You, you forgot you had to work. You get to work, you fall in sleep. You're not doing anything to better yourself. You're settling. So, then I was being accused of being racist. I was, you know, around a whole bunch of people that weren't prospering, They, when I found out, like people were emailing me about the people I was hanging around and, you know, they had proof that, you know, these people were taking their money and they were lying and these people were initiated. And I'm thinking they were some great people to be around and come to find out they were using my name to, excuse me, get people and people were believing in them and they got, you know, duped out of a few thousand dollars. Um, excuse me. Then I had, like, you know, my own family, and they were going through things. And, you know, my aunt had passed away. My cousin was, like, living a, a double life. of, And when I say that, I mean, he was sitting there, dogging my sister in law out, and then, um, would go back and tell her all of these lies. And, you know, I'm a person, don't put me on a carpet because I'm going to show up. And, you know, when I showed up, it was, oh, I didn't say you, and, the, you know, my sister was, oh, but that's the main one you was talking about, and I'm like, what? So, it it was, and it was, it was a whole bunch of things, right, and I just could not make ends meet, right, financially, physically, spiritually, mentally, two years ago, What? But I, I didn't give up. I just kept on showing up. I kept on showing up. So my good girlfriend was like, once again, how did all these things happen to you? And I'm like, I don't know. She said, when you grow up, call me. But like I said, I called her the next day. She said, you allowed these things in to come to you. You knew you shouldn't have been dating that guy. But you did it anyway. And now you got pissed on. So who you mad at? You mad at him for being who he is? He never said he wanted to be uh, in a real job. He told you that's all he knew. What you thought? You was going to change him? <gasps> yeah. So I kept on answering, yeah. She was like, uh, he jokes on you then, Anna Mae. Then she was like, and the people. How are you so quick to sit under everybody's table? What the fuck is wrong with building your own table? I thought, no, why? Why why do you need an entourage? Why are you always over there on somebody else's table? She said, and it's so funny. You go over there to somebody else's table. You start decorating it and making it look pretty. And they never ask you. Yeah, they're going to use all your resources. They're going to use everything because you freely gave it. You worked so hard. To build this mansion, and they put you in the garbage can. Wait, what? She said, you worked so hard to build your own mansion, but you over here at these people's shit, trying to collaborate and, and hook up. Why? Why? You wind up doing all the work. You wind up being the one. And then when they take it from you or kick you out, now you mad. But who told your ass to go over there? Be happy with what you got. Build your home. Build your table. Build your community. Build it. Why are you over in somebody else's area? She said, and family. She said, you can love them from a distance why are you, she said, why are you in his business anyway? And I was like, wait, no, he was telling me, she said, that's the problem. Why are you the listening ear? Did he change his situation? No. So what the fuck? She said, let me tell you this. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to let people know that you're coming. But come as an adult, accountable, consistent, focused, and healed. Don't come with the shit you used to do. We don't sit around tables. No, she really said this. She said, we don't sit around tables and gossip. We sit around and inspire, uplift, encourage, teach. She said, we don't sit around and worry about who's doing what. Everybody has their agenda. The only thing we ask is, how can we pour into you? Because we make sure we help each other with the tools, the resources. But you you definitely going to help out too. And if there's a disagreement, a misunderstanding, we all come together and find solutions, not more problems. The greatest thing that happened is when those people I considered my friends dogged me out because they let the world know, okay, they really don't rock. And I healed and I moved on. It wasn't easy. It wasn't. Seeing things posted about you from your family to so-called friends, it I'm not going to lie. It is. It's bothersome. It's aggravating. And then when it can't bother you, most people post lies. And then you sit in there and people will screenshot stuff and send it to you and do all of that. And you're like, wow. And then you try to reach out to people to say, hey, can you talk to this person? And they themselves betray you. Because, see, one small misunderstanding can really show you just what you mean in people's lives. And then when I confronted the brother I was dating and I told him, yeah, we can't do this. This we can't do. You, You got to change this. Now, the one thing I will give to myself, I'm not the type of person that's going to sit there and... Because I did that already. See, I was married. And when I got divorced, yeah, that first fucking week, man, I was hurt. I was. I sat in the house. I cried. My friend Nick, Big James and them, they all came there. And I love what they said. They said, we're going to give you a day or two. Even my boys. He said, I don't know what she's going through, but we're going to give her... Make sure she still get a paycheck. But we'll give her about five days. And on that, really on that third day, Nick came in and he said, listen, bitch, I love you, but we not doing this. He left. God bless you. He did you a justice. Get your ass up. Let's go. I was like, no, you understand? It hurts. He was like, get your fucking ass up and go. He said, You got a job. You got these kids. You got this house. Let's go. And I was like, You know, he's not even going to send me money. And he shoved it. And he got with a new girl, girl, baby. And he started taking care of them. And Nick said, You got two fucking jobs. And your boss is still paying you while you sit here and take a bath. I was like, No. He's like, I will pour water on your hair. Now, mind you, I had locks then. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, fuck that. I got up, got in the shower. I went back to work that next day. I was sitting outside. That's when I was smoking cigarettes. I was sitting outside, and James came out there. He said, damn. He said, I understand you loved him, but, yo, you should never let nobody have that much power over you, man. I don't give a fuck if you're married or not. And I looked at him. I said, what? He said, nah, real talk. He said, you never allow nobody to have that much power over you. So that day, I went in, I worked, sold, made some money. And I went home. And I sat outside. My kids were asleep. Lights and bills and everything was paid. And I prayed that day to whoever was listening. I said, from this day forward, I might get angry. might get a little emotional. But I ain't never gonna give this, a person, that much power over me. I'm not gonna be in a relationship so twisted and so entangled that I forget where I begin and I end. nah, I ain't doing that. That, that, nah. I've seen people stay in bed, lose their mind, all of that. But I also know if you have a a support group, some people that really care about you, And, you know, I can't, I used to run around and be like, yeah, I'm doing this by myself. When I look over my life, man, I had some amazing people in my fucking corner. Even if we fell out, at that moment when I need them, they stepped up. I will say that. I'm for real. I can't lie. Man, when I tell you I had people to step in. When I was a kid, like a teenager, I had Miss Madden in them. When my kids got, you know, in school, I had Miss Glover in them. You know, I had Monifa. I had Ruby. I-, I had a lot of people. This chick named Ruby, man, when I tell you, yo, light skinned sister with long locks. That's what really, from seeing her box is why I was like, yo, I really want it. And then my ex-husband, he was the Rastafarian, so I was like, yeah. But Ruby was this chick, great writer, great writer. When I tell you, great spoken word artist. She used to be in Queens over there uh, by the farmer's market, right? Back in the day, Jamaica farmer's market. Ruby would come in there, man, and drop knowledge and words to people. She would be over there by the train station. You know what I'm saying? Amazing sister. When I tell you amazing. And she would she would come in the room and uplift it. Just with her energy alone, her presence. And I remember sitting there listening to her speak. And I said, you know... When you walk in a room, everybody in this motherfucker light up. And I said, I, I don't want to do what you do. I said, but I, I, I like that energy. How, how? How? You know, what happened? She said, the first thing you got to always remember is to love yourself no matter what. Through the good, the bad, and the indifferent. That's where I got that shit from. Because she used to always say that. The good, the bad, and the indifferent. Never the good, the bad, the ugly, or the good, the bad, the you know, the good, the bad, and the indifference. I was like, oh, okay, sweet. Even when I was growing, you know, starting on my spiritual journey, I always had people, a support group, that held me accountable for the shit that I did. That was the kicker. You know, and when you... People are... A quick in this day and age. That's why I said twenty twenty three, man. That that'll do this year, man. It didn't lie. Karma is real, and she came back to collect on all of her shit. For real, everybody is paying one way or another, and we became so emotional and so weak minded. That is scary, and I'm gonna keep saying. If you listen to future podcasts, past podcasts for this year, I want to see how we end because we came in this motherfucker like wow. I want to see how it ends, how because we're not gonna be the same going into 2024. We're not gonna be the same. We're not. Too much has happened. People are tired. We have been mentally abused for too long. We have ducked and swept so much shit under the rug that we, are, we, we don't even want those uncomfortable conversations. If you say anything about gay people, you're going to be canceled. If you say anything about raising your kids and how to raise it, you're going to be disrespected. If you have a moment where you need to vent, you might get the police called on you. We have taken social media and made it a norm. Like, anything we do, if we wipe our ass, we got to post it. If we dig in our nose, we got to post it. There was an accident on the corner of my block. And I just found out the, the brother that was in the accident, he's in the hospital. He didn't pass away, which was good. Do you know everybody pulled out their phone before they pulled before they called the police or the ambulance or anything? They pulled out their phone. And I'm I'ma get on my daughter, my oldest daughter. I said, What are you doing? She's like, Oh, I'm going live. I said, so you couldn't call nine one one? Well, I hear the police, so but why 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 is it automatically you pulling out your phone? Oh, my fans gotta see you got five people on your page. What fans you got? <laughs> what what? Seriously. You could sit and tell someone, hey, you know, sis, you need to hold yourself accountable, bruh. You need to take care of your kids. And they'll get mad at you and block you. And all avenues. People don't want those. Seeing the truth and seeing that you are not the victim, but the problem? Man, most people don't like that shit. What? So, back to, she said, I tell people about you, but what I'm not going to do is wait for you. And if you take too long, somebody else is going to come and take your place. So, like I said, I had to go back and recalibrate, unlearn, set up boundaries, and stand on them. You know how people set up boundaries, right? (laughs) They set up boundaries. So, I'm going to give you an example. I don't want nobody to come and bring negativity to me, all right? So, please don't. And here it is, a, your friend will call you, oh, girl, I don't want no negativity, don't call me. But the motherfucker that will dish you and, and embarrass your ass out in public, yo, ma, guess what? Oh, my God, this and this and this. Oh, but you would listen to him give you negativity, but not your good girlfriend. People will get mad because, hey, I got to work. I can't come to your event. Oh, that's why I don't fuck with people. But the nigga that had a baby on you or gave you an infection or was cheating on you, you'll forget that motherfucker 90,000 times a day. And trust me, brothers, it work on you too. Y'all will dish your homeboy and call them all kind of faggots and punks. But the chick that don't clean your house, that don't work, that all they do is sit around and gossip, and the kids just all messed up, you will give her 90 million chances. Who are y'all? And do you think you are Jesus? Because in reality, let me give you a little bit of word of wisdom. You can't save everybody. Some folks, sad to say, were meant to drown. For real. It's hard. I know. Oh my God. And guess what? Everybody not gonna like you. Some people will try to use you. Get the fuck out of here. Some people will even embarrass you. You have to know who is who has access to your life. But see, we wanna be that, you know, I how no, where the fuck we all became Mary Poppins? We gotta love everybody. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. You catch more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. That's true. You, you do, but I, I'm not making honey, so I don't need to catch no bees. I, I'm I'm not cleaning nothing, so I don't need to use no vinegar. So, uh-uh, I'm just a regular person living an everyday life. That's it but allowing people to have access to you. You know, yeah, we are these people that's religious or, you know, whatever title you want to give yourself. Every person that shows up at your door doesn't mean that that's your twin flame, your soulmate. Oh, my God, we got to be together. They came from help, not to get fucked and be in a relationship. They need help. They're broken. Oh, but... And then... I gave me the best advice, and I'm going to share it with y'all, right? He said, once you throw something away, don't go back in the dirt or the garbage and pick it up. Every time I try to backstep on something, I wind up getting my ass handed to me on the platter. I had to sit down and ask myself, how many times do I want to get an ass whooping? Because those spiritual ass whoopings are, are unforgettable. But you know, oh, we need love. I said, but I'm surrounded by love. Oh, but I need someone to hold me at night. Wow, uh, uh, go home. You sleep better at home, right? But then people say, "Oh my God, you don't have no emotions. I'm not like you." I had my two daughters tell me, "Ma, I ain't like you. I need a man." So you will pick any man? Yes. Oh my God, no, for real. Two, two of my daughters told me that we ain't like you, Ma. We need a man. I can't, mm-mm, I can't be by myself. I said, what What makes you think about myself? Because, oh, I'm just supposed to find somebody's wayward son or daddy and move him in and accept whatever he gives me. My, sometimes you got to lower your standards. What? Who house were you raised in? I'm saying I'm grown now. And, you know, I know what. Because a nigga take you to IHOP, that makes them special. Ma, you just got to lower your standards and, you know, just whoever talks to you. Who kids are y'all? Because I don't remember that. Ma, I can't be like you. Oh, okay. That's why I put up a post. You can be raised in the same house with the same morals and principles, the same all life. One of your brothers or sisters can still wind up being a crackhead. You going to blame the mother? No. What if the mother gave them the best she could? She was attentive. She made sure they did good in school. You can teach your children every fucking thing you can. That's within you. And when society get out there, those streets, I don't know if y'all ever hung out in the streets, but they are a motherfucker. For real. The streets, boy, that's why I say justice is blind in the courtroom. But out in the streets, she see everything. You can tell who the weak ones is. You can tell who the ass kisses. Everything comes out in those streets. See, everybody wouldn't be a thug. Everybody wouldn't be this. But out in those streets, you can't lie. See, we all want to be this bad person, right? But in the process, the streets are either going to make you or break you. My father, you know, God bless his dad, he would say, a man can get out here and sleep with 90 million women. And in the morning, he'll still be known as Mr. Smith. A woman get out there and sleep with two dudes. She's labeled a hoe for the rest of her life. And I was like, that's fucked up. For real. I, I used to I'd be like, damn, that's fucked up. He said, and it doesn't matter how she carries herself. He said, so be mindful of what you do out there in those streets. Because the streets, the stories are always remembered. And I know some of y'all may be like, well, I don't get it. I don't get it. And it's not your time to get it. And it's okay. Doesn't mean that I'm wrong. Doesn't mean that you're wrong. This conversation ain't for you. So be grateful. It ain't your time. But for those that are, you can be hard. You can be, you know, fooled by love. You can sit there and think the red flags are decorations. Do all that. That shit right. But when you blatantly ignore because that person inside of you is screaming for help and you go and pour into the next person, it never ends the same. That's why those streets don't forget. Only thing the streets gonna do is get you locked up oh. or in jail or in the ground. That's it. Ain't no other way. There's, there's, there's no other way. Everybody want to be Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah, Y'all, y'all want to be Jay-Z and Beyonce? Go ahead. Because in reality, y'all are Debo and Felicia. That's what you is. And I know it may seem like I'm babbling. But y'all really need to take account of your life. People are hurting. People are getting their just fucking dessert. They comment man, when I tell you... From January until I want to say May, karma kicked my ass. But I still I, I took that ass whooping like a kid I was. I cried, washed my face, and went back outside. But when I tell you, I was getting my ass hung to me like a platter. What bow bow hits from all over. But I couldn't complain because I knew it was coming. Twenty twenty three is what two and three is five. Two more is seven emotions, man. Emotions manifesting, but that is those emotions and that that seven always puts me in the mind of payback. Oh, you you gonna get you gonna get that payback. See that five and that two. That three and that four, you're going to get that payback. You get that payback. Whatever you did. You know how uh, T.S. Madison said, everybody working going to get paid? <laughs> everybody that worked got paid. This, this this, right here decided on what kind of check you got. But guess what? We all got the check. Up. And And look. See how we are so programmed when they offered $14.99 you can buy a blue check and be like you are verified you somebody man people that had a hundred followers just a hundred was buying blue checks now everybody verified but see 1499 a month a month was the total here it is, people don't even have insurance, life insurance. People don't even have a a valid cell phone or a number. The normal basic things people don't have. But you can pay $14.99 for a blue check. Guarantee you half of those people don't have the blue check next to their name no more. Because they couldn't afford it. They couldn't keep it up. But just to be verified, to be somebody, now you got to ask yourself. You had some people, oh, my God, leave people alone. They want to have the blue check it's on them. We are all way in August. You know how many people ain't got that blue check next to their name no more? (laughs) The same way, because I know tonight, oh, I'm going to piss some people off. The same way. Everybody was talking about me size and how to do a me side, how to do this. And they were starting classes. Where they at? Where they at? All those people that were doing all these things. What happened? What, what happened? But when you say that, they get offended. They want to report you. They want to curse you out. They want to make all these secret hate groups. Because Why? For what? We can point fingers at everybody else. My friend said, it is so easy to pick up a magnifying glass. The hardest thing to pick up and look at is a mirror. We don't like to check ourselves. If you... Go in my bag. Any bag I carry, you're going to always see a mirror on there. And I remember some dude, he was on the avenue. He said, oh, you carry a mirror? You could see that? I said, no, I carry a mirror to always check myself first. What part did I play to have this, whatever it is, come into my life? That's why I carry a mirror. I already know I'm cute. I don't need need no validation from that. My mama said she don't birth ugly kids, so I ain't need that. But I do check myself on what part I play. And holding myself accountable. And it's times I fucked up. Said the wrong thing. Did the wrong thing. Was around the wrong people. I fucked up. I'm not the last one or the only one. I ain't looking for y'all acceptance or oh y'all pity. No. I'm a grown ass woman. And I guess what? I make mistakes. I fuck up. I don't know everything. I know how to ask though. Hey, how how we do this? Hey, can you help me with this? Because, see, pride is for poor people. I I ain't worrying about that shit. I know how to ask. I know how to get up off my ass, and no matter what, I can be in pain, I can be hurt, I can do all that. And I'm still going to get up off my ass and go. And I learned over those two years, I don't need to ask everybody. Ask those that pour into me because I pour into them. But asking everybody? Nah, nah, mm mm-mm. I don't even need to share my life with people. Just those that I know that love me, support me, and treat me like I belong. I don't sit at tables that don't... If, if you don't have nothing that portray me, then what the fuck am I sitting here for? I'm out. and I'm taking my shit with me. I'm out. I was once at a drumming, right? <laughs> Real talk. Yo, this, this godmother was gangster. For real. I was in Atlanta. Her godkids came in there. She had about six or seven of them. They walked in. They all threw themselves. And the godmother spotted something that was wrong. We all saw what was wrong. But the godmother, right when she walked in, she saw something wrong. She said, ah, eh, let's go. She did the Malcolm X with when watched Washington held his hand up. And the finger, he pointed, and they turned around, and they left. She did that and got the fuck out of Dodge. She didn't explain anything. She didn't say, hey, y'all need to change that. She didn't do none of that. She said, hey, held up her hand and hit, pointed at the door, and they all was out. I said, damn. So you know me, I'm asking because I, I want to make sure. So I was asking the people that were working the room. And when they asked me, they say, you, you want to work the room? And I said, no, I wasn't introduced to the room, so I can't, I can't go behind that sheet. And they, it was people that was behind the sheet that wasn't supposed to be there neither. He said, well, it's people behind. There. I said, nah. Uh-uh. And I'm grateful that I did not do it. Because when it was time for my me to get my bow, that would have came out. And I'm grateful I didn't I didn't do anything, even though people thought. That I was doing fucked up things, I didn't do anything that I knew I wasn't licensed to do. If somebody wanted me to help them put bees on, I was like, nah, I, nah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that. You know, helping people spiritually, yeah, but anything that had to do with Santo, Lukumi, Santeria, nah, I knew my place, nah, uh. Uh-uh. And people were making all these assumptions. Oh, I know she out there working. I know she out there doing this. Man, I ain't do none of that. I, I knew my place. And I ran my race. Contrary to what anybody believed. The one thing that is about me, I don't do codependence. Learned that early on in life. But I don't go places or do things that I know I'm not licensed to do. That nah that's why I don't have a problem with talking to people saying, hey, do you this this is your thing? Oh, okay. And I asked them. And you know, you'll have some people that are I, I see I'm not greedy. That's that's the one thing that I do pride myself on. I'm not greedy. I know friends that got money longer than train smoke. For real, for real. Seriously. Fifty thousand dollars to them is like me going to the store buying a, a five dollar plate. Like yo, that ain't shit to them, and I appreciate them. See, broke people only can fake look rich for thirty days, cause when bills and shit come, they they, they got their poise. A rich person can look broke for the rest of their goddamn life. <laughs> they they don't have to. What what? what and majority of people that I know that have money, they don't worry about gossip. They not worrying about who's doing what. Yo, they about their bread and their family and their loved ones. For real. Everyone I know that's about money and collaborating. Like, yo, you know, I'm I'm doing this big venture of this. They connect with people. And they don't argue. They're not arguing on social media. Y'all was listening to um, Jason Lee. And I was like, yo, this nigga's right. Rich people don't argue. Rich people don't sit there and go back and forth. People with money ain't not going back and forth with you. For what? You trying to get where they at. <laughs> they don't want to be down at the bottom with you. You know what they'll do? They'll buy your company right from under you. They know how to fuck with you. They get your bread. See, wealthy have a language that we don't have no knowledge of. And if we do, God bless you. Because wealthy people, they're a whole new different breed. That's why when I sit under people and I sit under them, I read the room. I'm not going in there saying, oh my goodness, being starstruck and all that. Nah, I'm going to give thanks. Thank you for inviting me in here. And I'm going to sit my ass down with a notebook and a pen and I'm going to listen. Phone is off. The same way when I work any kind of ceremony, my phone is off and I am paying attention to whoever is leading the room because I'm learning hands on. But once again, I had to get there. I had to hold myself accountable. I had to realize that, yo, I was broken. And anybody I was helping back then, I was helping them through a trauma spot. Through a place where I was hurting. And anything they said, especially if it came to motherfuckers are cheating on you or, uh, you know, betraying you. Oh my God, I'll I go in. Instead of helping you to heal, I was helping you to hurt more. And a lot of people are doing that because why? They don't want to heal. They want to play victim. It's better to play the victim and be the hurt one than it is to start healing. Because now you don't get the love of the crowds. You don't get the hand clap. You don't get the, oh my God. And you don't get the amen choir following behind you. For what? And then when you're hurting, guess what you do? You hurt other people. Because hurt people only know how to hurt other people. They don't know how to heal nothing. What? Be happy if they grow a fucking plant. What? Seriously. That's why I said 2023, man. Yo, karma. That's what I, When people say, yo, what was 2023 like? Karma. You know who karma is? Yeah, she was there through the whole thing. Karma removing the walls, the boundaries, having uncomfortable conversations. Cause that's the only way we're gonna get past this. We gotta start seeing that, yo, it's okay to disagree. I don't have to disrespect you. Once I know that you are now bending down, calling me out my name and threatening me, I already know I wanted the argument. Why are you allowing emotions to take hold of? What is wrong with you? What's really going on? And when you start hurting people and dragging people and dissing people online, What's the end goal? What what is the goal we're getting here? Oh, well, they need to own it. Why? For who? For who? Oh, but they hurting people. Those people that's following these frauds and imposters and fakes. I told you, all I took a whole year to really, yo, I was so obsessed with the frauds and the scammers. I was. One year, I was so obsessed. Like, how do y'all get people? But then I was listening. They allow people to speak. They don't come in with a list of fucking rules of do's and don'ts. They don't traumatize them. They meet them where they are. See how much they know. And see where they are mentally. See, everybody, first, they don't need magic in their life. Some people need therapy. Some people need to heal what's broken. Some people need a reality check. Some people need clear, uncomfortable conversations. Some people need to hold up the mirror and look at it themselves. Before we even get to how to build this and how to do that. Some people, they they don't know how to trust. If they've been through all these different spiritual houses, they've been betrayed. Some people know how to mask their shit. And they just come around everybody and get what they need and then go back and sell that shit up for, for $59.99. I knew a person that was sitting and listening to everybody's stories and then run around and tell people like it was theirs. Real talk. I, you would thought this dude was crowned. He was running around. Oh, I'm crowned at Legua? Come and find out his crown was about to lie. But took him years later. And he was mad. And every time I see him, you know, he'll look at me. I'm not here to tell your story. I don't care. <laughs> as long as you disrespect me, we good, player. And it's sad, you know, when you have to have, look, you, you, and it, it, we, what is the in game? What's the gold? What, what, what are we doing? we're supposed to be healers, how are we going around hurting each other? If we're healers, how do we self afflict pain to ourselves? And if you know you can't talk to someone about certain things, refer them to somebody that, that's their expertise. I'm not, I can't, I can't, I, I tell people my flaws. I can't be around someone that's hurting kids or you've been accused of hurting kids. That's triggering for me. So, until I learn how to deal with that, then, you know, I got to, my daughter was raped and left on the side of the road. I can't, I can't phantom you hurting a kid. Like, yo, that, that just takes me to another place. So, I remove myself, but I know someone that, you know, that's their expertise to help people that you know, been abusive with kids to help them and, you know, teach them how to how to be better and make sure they have they got therapists on deck and all that. And I'm grateful for them because we all have a job to at this table. The healers table, everybody has a job. Everybody's there, everybody's needed. But we, we become so so messed up because like I said, we we're healing from our own traumas and brokenness. And we just, we don't even look at what how much damage we're doing. We just look at how much money we can get. And whoever that person was that sent me that email that said, If I bail, the deeper you go down that rabbit hole, the less you see of spirit and Arisha, and the more you see is man and money. They didn't lie. They didn't. And I understand, calm Israel. we all have a price to pay. And we all got to get our ass whooped spiritually. So we can do better. And we need to do better. I, just look in that mirror. And be the change that you want to see in this world. Help someone else. But before you do that, help yourself. If you see where your friends in them are beating up someone or bullying them or talking bad about someone or spreading false rumors, yo, talk to them as a friend if you have that relationship and be like, yo, what's the end goal here? What what are we achieving from this? And if they feel that like they are justified, then that's not the crew or the people you need to be around. Because if I have to dim your light so my light can shine, Fuck, that speaks about me. And it's always, oh, the good guys always get fucked over. No. No. When you heal, you got to heal mentally, physically, spiritually, environmentally, as well as financially. We, We can't be a complete human being if any of these things are lacking. I'm not the greatest. I tell everybody that. I have my days and my moments. But I also know when... It is things that I have to work on. I know how to excuse myself from the room and be like, yo, telling my people, yo, I need some space right now. I'll hit y'all up. And guess what they're not going to do? They're not going to call me 50 million times. They're going to be like, yo, give us space. If she need us, she know to call. And that's true. And I'm I'm in therapy. I'm not embarrassed to say that. And it has worked amazing for me. I was filled with a lot of anger and hatred that I'm grateful that I, 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 I changed. But before I could do any of that, I had to want it, and I had to work on it, actively going to therapy, not just sitting there talking about everybody else, but dealing with the shit that I had to go through, releasing that anger, forgiving those people as well as myself so I won't allow that so now if there's a relationship or anything like that I don't need closure for what the closure is you being disrespectful but I also know I don't need to keep on continuing dating the same characteristics I also know that I don't need to stay somewhere where I'm not appreciative out to peace for real seriously I don't, I don't need to justify or validate myself through somebody else's eyes. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I have to always believe that and know. And I didn't believe, but know. I'm going to choose me every single time. And I love me more than anything. And I'm grateful for it. I am. I want you to know what healing feels like. I want you all to know that yes, we can be healers and seers and root workers and conjurers, but we want to be able to help those from a heal position, not something that's traumatized. I give thanks for all of y'all that are subscribing to my page, my recording. But catch me tonight on Facebook Live. We can finish this.